0: So hello everyone and welcome back to Big Ideas on the Go. I'm excited to have today as our guest Himanta uh, Swain, the CISO of uh, Lucid Motors. Himanta, uh, hello.
1: Hello, Dimitri. Uh, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me.
0: Oh, my my, uh, my pleasure. And uh, I see you have a beautiful background of uh, one of your wonderful cars. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous cars. So um, so I want to kind of uh, talk to you a little bit about uh, kind of your experience in the security world. Talk a little bit about um, your thoughts around kind of global data security compliance since you guys are a global brand. But maybe let's start at the beginning, if that's okay with you. So, you know, tell me more about kind of what you do today as the head of uh, security compliance at Lucid.
1: Well, uh, so Lucid uh, is a young company, young public company, and uh, we have a lot to do. And uh, it has a great technology, and which uh, our customers love it. And we are trying to uh, bring up, uh, we are going through a mission of uh, sustainability, bringing luxury to the EV market. And uh, when these connected cars are coming to the market uh, and uh, there are a lot of uh, security compliance, privacy aspect we have to take care of. So as per my current role, um, I have to look into how to minimize the risk in every aspect, how to take care of safety, security of the customer for the internal customer employees, making sure workforce is productive, making sure proactively managing risk as well as complying with the regulations and building trust. Um, So various uh, programs, uh, we build a three-year program in one year. Uh, So there are a lot going on here
0: no i know you guys are going from kind of just you know you're, you're obviously in production now and you have a beautiful um showroom here in miami that i go into a lot so um you've done a lot in a very short amount of time now op- now this is not your first kind of um uh role in security and compliance you've been at tachi you've been at tibo would love to kind of get your thoughts now that you operate on a global brand you know, what's changed over the past decade, 15 years since you, you kind of got into this industry?
1: Yeah, good question. So uh, the first thing, what I have seen um, more than a decade and the CISO in multiple companies and what I have seen initially, we're going to the board level, senior leadership level and we're talking about cyber security risk is real. But now it is clipped. The board is coming and asking, well, what risk we have? What do you know? What we are doing? So the security community, uh, our industry or even uh, the threat actors, we are all able to make that, uh, that connection, that communication, it is real. So this, every day the issues are coming and uh, uh, it is impacting your partner or you or all of us in our personal life as well so that made that uh, cyber security is real also another aspect i have seen over time uh privacy privacy went to the mainstream so before um few years before we are just thinking well somebody is collecting data they may be misusing it was uh, uh, some speculation, but over time, it say everybody is talking, the boardroom, more and more discussion going, when you are collecting the privacy data, um, how we are managing, maintaining, is there any um, any risk? Uh, and this all happened when uh, the European privacy came to main, mainstream a few years ago, the GDPR and the fine associated with the gdpr it made that uh, the boardroom is uh, um, very much a lot when you are collecting data processing or monetizing it uh then other thing i have seen what is happening uh, at least uh we more or less we made that uh, password is not enough so multi-factor becomes standard some of the hygiene, uh, we put in that uh, every day's life of the digital framework to protect, to uh, make it harder for the bad guys. But on the other hand, the bad guys are uh, the, they, they are taking advantage through the weakest link. The weakest links are your supply chain or your, uh, uh, the smallest player we have engaged, they are the third party, they are providing some service. So those are become the supply chain risk as third-party risk become, um, it is each and or most of these breaches, what we have, they are becoming part of that. So ransomware become real. And they have, we, we are, uh, uh, it become like the small scale to uh, large scale uh, breaches. They are uh, monetizing, asking for the ransom and it become real and they are able to do and it become ransomware as a service. So some of things I've seen, it is how it is evolving, at least the management see that. And uh, um, the CISOs has a lot of work to balance the productivity, not coming in front of the business, at the same time, putting a lot of guardrails, providing, taking care of some proactive, um, the security measures so that uh, the company can able to be viable and able to provide, uh, reach their mission.
0: Yeah, no, look, no, no question. I think that's that's actually a great point you made. That uh, clearly security is now a board level responsibility, and I think you know CISOs may have once reported to the CIO, and it seems increasing the reporting to the CEO, the CIO, um, and the executive kind of cyber committee as well. So uh, good, good for people like you and your roles. You know, I'm curious. You know, one other kind of manifestation. Obviously, I think very evident with a company like yours that was kind of born in the cloud is how are some of the things that you're looking at, be they uh, supply chain, privacy, um, uh, data security, how does the cloud factor in? What does it change? Are there other considerations you have to take into account just given that so much of this is in the cloud?
1: Yeah, uh, clearly. Um, So... um... The cloud brought a lot of uh, flexibility and uh, empower um the organization to innovate quickly go to market quickly and uh, w- w- means that is a hard for anyone not using cloud now and moreover um The manufacturing companies where we are in the before we are saying there is a air gap, we are manufacturing, they are disconnected, they are, um, we have to go open the door, go inside and do certain things are very negligible connect connection to the OT environment, enterprise environment, but over time, that has gone away, there is no air gap or negligible air gap, unless otherwise you are in the uh, somewhere in the highly regulated environment. Uh, and uh, we are all connected to the cloud, uh, cloud services, uh, some kind of SaaS starting from your monitoring or providing your day-to-day activities. If we, you don't have connectivity to cloud, then you impact your operation, uh, mainly the manufacturing or anything. So in coming to the cloud, uh, it is becoming, um, it's not only there are various uh, services we get from cloud, you will see that mostly compute, which is a infrastructure as a cloud uh, a infrastructure as a service. And that one, if you see that we are the, the customer, the, the client, they are responsible for the security. So we have to figure it out how we are doing on our own infrastructure. It is not exact, yeah. but we have to figure it out each and every steps you have to protect your perimeter you have to protect your data and uh, you brought up that the data and privacy they are becoming two things is very very important for each and everybody's mind um if somebody comes to your infrastructure it did do, do, do a breach or you may find it close it and okay you, you have a little bit of impact but not uh, not it is the end of the world it is not of the yeah. that much but if you somebody touch your data and it is a serious matter. So data security is very, very important when we are taking data to the cloud, what type of data, how we are protecting, how we are uh, storing or moving the data in and out where you're sharing. And also another aspect is it's multi-cloud. It is not one cloud. Also you are calling SaaS service, you are calling the platform services from that cloud. So it is bringing up the complexity and uh, it is bringing up a lot of uh, threat actors can able to take advantage. So that's uh, that's a challenging environment, but uh, we have to live with that. That is a new infrastructure, new data center for it. Most of the and, company. yeah,
0: yeah, and you know, like, look, look, you you touched on a lot of subjects, and I'm kind of curious. One of the things um, that kind of intersects uh, both uh, some of what you've been discussing in terms of privacy and security um and uh data flows how does data sovereignty cross-border data transfers you know you operate in some countries that have more restrictions so what are your thoughts there how do you manage that
1: yeah um that's uh that's quite challenging it is putting a lot of burden on the uh on, on our business operation as well uh when we were starting your journey and also we are uh uh does some of the industry where they are bringing up connected vehicles are creating collecting some of this data uh, yeah. which is attracting the regulator minds and also it is sensitive data um, so it is uh, a there that a lot of uh, visibility pressure and priority to uh, find the data where they are however we are collecting where you're storing, how you're consuming, and where, how you're uh, sharing, if you're sharing with anyone. So it is not necessary. It is for my current role. But uh, in the past, I have seen a lot of pressure on getting the visibility, doing the inventory, making sure you understand where you are collecting, how you're storing. So that is very, very important. And it is also Uh, this is the most basic thing minimum things each and every uh, organization they have to do and then once they know that how they are processing the data what is their business processes and they they have to get that as it is there are a lot of complexity they will get some visualization to treat those properly protect and respond to and also a part of the regulations it is not 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 that how what you are doing versus the the consumer if they are reaching out to you how quickly you can able to respond to them there is a um, time period you have to respond to them you will find it out what they are asking for what is their rights and you have to process those so those aspects also you should be ready and uh, your legal should be guiding through, through the journey. But as a technology, as a CISO is becoming the privacy operators. So they have to operate privacy platform, making sure it is all the data is um, data is treated properly, and you have visibility and you are able to comply and able to um uh, any point of time able to detect what is going on uh, also there is a reporting requirement so in case something happened you have uh, um 72 hours okay um one of the i mean the, the european part of the gdpr but in the other uh, different different time frame you have uh you're going to the china or you're going to other other contain, countries continents and you have to, to follow their regulations and uh, what is the response time so that's also uh putting that you have to make sure that you're treating your data you understand where they live, how you're processing uh what you're doing with this data if you're sharing or you're monetizing that is another aspect we have to think of uh, it's a big deal if you're doing that also you asked that cross-border transfer so it depends on the companies how you're going to do that uh, because uh, um it has a cost associated with that if you want to bring up your you have to keep your business operation each and every country separately and you have to give access to the folks they are going to deal with that data and where they are located where they are coming and how we are going to um, collect those data to take some of these business decisions so if your business decisions for each and every country is different it will be harder for the business. The operation operational cost will be very, very high. You have to keep that in mind as well. So it is all depends how we are going to architect design and support that country's law and regulations. So um, it, it is becoming harder. Also, we are in the uh, as, uh, some of things are coming. Um, and in the US as well, how we are going to protect some of the states, they have their own laws, regulations, and we have to figure it out. Uh, so it is ultimately, my view is the privacy is going to be similar to the cybersecurity, what we, what we have gone through in 90s or early 2000 so we are going and we have multiple standards different different and we figured it out okay basic security hygiene similarly we are saying privacy by design let's put that what is needed it is not a different standard for for different individual versus we have to respect privacy of your consumer customer so let's build that
0: okay that's great so look you know maybe just to kind of um, look i think we've covered a lot here right and i think most importantly, maybe from a big ID perspective, you kind of highlighted uh, the criticality of kind of knowing your data, right? Especially in this kind of multi-jurisdictional world where you know everything's about that inventory, knowing where your data is, where your data is going and and being able to apply the various kind of security regimes and, and ensuring that you have, I think you use the term guardrails. Um, so whether it's privacy reporting for the regulators, for your consumers, and I think in, in your case, what's interesting is it's not just human data that you're collecting. You're 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 collecting a lot of interesting machine data that is connected to human, right? Car owners, where every time they drive, there the data is somewhere out there that you're responsible for. Um, give our audience, you know, your take on the next three to five years. Um, you know, you've talked a little bit about some of the things that kind of you think about today, like privacy, supply chain risk ransomware, obviously these are all board level discussions. If you were a betting man, and I'm, I'm sure you're not, but if you were a betting man, what, what do you think the topics of the board are gonna be in, in three years time or five years time?
1: Yeah, I, I think the um, we have seen that some of these uh, regulations and uh, standards requirements are coming from the regulator in the horizon this year, at least uh, um, uh, within a few weeks um we, we are looking for uh, sec reporting requirements and uh, um the board will be taking um the formally they will be participating taking the ownership and making sure that if we know there is a breach and we have to report that and we have uh, four days to report so now uh, the organizations are reporting the the breach but it is uh, depending on where to report and how to report and uh There is no standard. They can just report or some of them they will not report. So it depends on them, but that is going to be um, standardized. And also FTC is coming, how you are protecting your customer data. So that is also coming June 9th. So that is coming on our way. Uh, And uh, for the automotive industry, um, UNR 155, that is regulation is coming. Um, which will go, uh, which will be effective for the new vehicles uh, mid 2024. So uh, w- the reason I am pointing out some of this, it is very important now. Board is going to play a major role, and when they are playing a major role, senior management is going to be responsible, and uh, see who is going to be answering all these questions. That the CISO, so CISO should be in a position where he can able to quantify the risk, give the context and making sure the board or senior leadership able to take the quick decision. So I see that a lot of, uh, we're talking about data sometimes here, uh, but a lot of uh, um, the risk quantification is needed. So CISOs will be responsible, quantify the risk based on the, the business impact so that the leadership can able to take a decision quickly. Now, I see that is coming and that is going to drive a lot of our, uh, the way we are doing with their way we are managing, operating and uh, and thinking about the security uh, and thinking about the privacy. They will be all bundled together when we are talking about the risk.
0: Look, you know, I think, you know, one of the things I like to kind of tout is the fact that risk has, data risk in particular has two dimensions. There's the security risk around exfiltration, misuse, uh, rogue employees. There's the regulatory risk, right? I think the regulatory regimes, whether it's GDPR in Europe or CPRA in California where you're headquartered, um, you know, they're just popping up like mushrooms. And I think companies, you um, at their own risk are not looking at the kind of broader array of data risk associated with both. And of course, then there's the more enveloping um, um, environmental risk in terms of access, in terms of duplication and redundancy and and, and motion. So yeah, look, I think there, I, I kind of echo what you said and I think um, we are going to see kind of a greater convergence between kind of the data security risk, that regulatory compliance and privacy risk in, in future. And so um, uh, it'll be a journey and, and hopefully it's a journey we could travel in, in a, in a lucid car. So uh, if we can afford one, if we can afford one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another thing I want to bring up, uh, I see that, uh, I mean, say, um, it may be a hype cycle, but it's a real. The AI. Um the development of AI recently. Everybody is talking about chat GPT. And I see that in the positive side and the 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 flip side as well. The positive side, it's going to help the security community, security operation. Some of these threats identifying the threats is now still we are struggling to find it out. We took Behavior analytics, we took SOAR, we took after the Nobody nobody's talking about SIEM. So we are trying to find that quickly. We see that some of these attacks, some of these threats, it takes little time. They're not that uh, the threat actor, bad actor is coming and just breaking and taking something and going immediately versus it takes uh, a few hours or days or sometimes months. So quick detection is very, very, important at the same time the response if you can able to some of these response we can able to automate it if you find and uh, without breaking some of my business can do it uh, that will be very very impactful for the business so i see that the ai is going to help us the security operation yeah. the how we are managing maintaining responding to security threat so that's a uh, i see that's coming in a big way uh, and uh, um, I see that uh, uh, you brought up the insider risk, insider threat when a company is uh, um, they're trying to protect their IP and we are connected, um, connected everywhere. <laughs> like universally we connected and how we are going to manage, maintain, how you need to keep an eye on your crown jewels so that uh, you know your high value assets, high value data, so that uh, you can able to protect from the insider as well as from the outside or intentionally or unintentionally.
0: Yeah. And maybe the last thing I'll kind of punctuate or underscore something you said is those crown jewels that represent kind of the risk, whether it's regulatory security, also represent the value, right? As we all become kind of digital enterprises and yes, we may manufacture cars or have other parts of the business, at the end of the day, we're kind of data driven businesses and crown jewels are the things that propel your business or the things that potentially could compromise your business. So having better understanding of both and better management is obviously key. So um, so Hemathe, with that, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, we've enjoyed having you. Uh, I look forward to talking to you uh, more in future next time I'll be in the Bay Area. Uh, so thank you. Um, And then uh, for our listeners, also, thank you for uh, listening to the show. And I'll I'll remind you uh, to please uh, subscribe to Big Ideas on on the Go, excuse me. And
1: uh, don't forget to leave reviews. So thank you again, Hamata. Thank you, Dimitri.